Princess Rise for their Majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza. And I'm Lisa Ryan. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Subscribe to the podcast if you don't mind and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. Please. I like it. Um, you can send us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com. This week, we are talking about... The- so much. <laughs> so much. We are talking about Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Yay! Da, da, da. Welcome to the world. Matt, we, we know you're listening. Um, we are discussing our new pal Archie and all the the living he's been doing in his first week on this planet Earth. What a week it's been. It's been a big old week. So we're talking about that. We're talking about a couple of other events and announcements and things that have happened over the last, again, six days they're so busy they're so busy it's really been crackalacking and then we are joined by an extremely special guest tiffany smith who is no big deal playing Meghan markle in the upcoming lifetime movie we are so excited we loved the last lifetime movie and we are so excited for this one yeah uh becoming royal airs on may 27th and since that's too far away we have tiffany smith today to discuss it with us Thank God. We are very impatient, so we need Tiffany. Yeah, you guys know that about that about us by now. Um, first, we have um, a royal refreshment. And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. It's rosé champagne. Thank goodness. Because we're still celebrating. We're still celebrating. And also, like, we need to bring some, like, joy to the day because it is so gray in New York City. It has been raining nonstop. The weather dropped, like, 20 degrees. Don't quote me. Maybe that's wrong. (laughs) But it just is very cold. It's cold and damp and awful. But we're still celebrating because we're so happy because last week we didn't have a name. We didn't see a picture of the kid. Yeah, it's wild. We'll get into it. Don't get ahead of us. Yes. Don't get ahead of us. We ah. have a, a listener email first. Let me take a sip. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm juggling the lineup and oh, so many We would things. never never put down that beautiful glass, though. It's so sparkly. It's kind of orange looking. The rosé is so good, Caitlin. It's I really, really need it. It like pretends. It makes me think that it's warm outside. Yeah. Okay, so our emails from Kimberly and the subject Best day ever with many exclamation points, mm-hmm. which is what we like to see because if you don't put an exclamation point, we think you're mad. That's, I learned that from the cut. Yes. I know. <laughs> okay. Y'all, I just got back from an amazing trip, and the biggest issue when I left was Master Archie, the f- artist formerly known as Baby Sussex, <laughs> wasn't born. And as someone that is royally obsessed, I just need to know all the deets surrounding his arrival. So every time I got access to the internet, I kept checking to see if there was any news. Well, Haz and Megs did not disappoint because on May 6th, I logged onto Twitter and saw my friend tag me in a message saying she could hear my cheers from Cuba that the bouncing baby boy had been born on my birthday. <gasps> Ooh, happy birthday, Kimberly. Her 30th. Oh, wow. Wow. I love that. It's a good one. You're going to be linked with Archie Harrison for the rest of your life. What, a, what an honor. It is truly. And then she says, y'all, honestly, I could not stop laughing and smiling. Like, first of all, why didn't I put money on this? Actually, Caitlin put money on like <laughs> March. So March 12th. I put $5 on that day months ago. What an idiot. It's $5 you'll never get I'll back. I'll never see that again. 
Venmo. Uh, and then Kimberly continues, but really I love the fact that even my friends now just take it as a fact that I'm so crazily, <laughs> rarely obsessed. So thank you so much, Kimberly, and happy birthday to you and Archie. Yeah, happy 30th and happy um, seven, eight days of mm-hmm. life to Archie um, Harrison. I'm going to keep calling him Archie Harrison. I like that. Yeah. And then we have this week in royal history. We stepped aside from the Brits this week and we are celebrating the birth of Prince Carl Philip of Sweden, who was born on May 13th, 1979. You might know him as that hot Swedish guy. Extremely handsome, <laughs> a chiseled jaw, perfect hair. Excellent facial hair. He looks like Henry Cavill. Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks just like him. Yeah. So like Maybe perfect, better, honestly. I mean, I don't want to be rude. I don't, I'm not going to judge on appearances, but like very perfect. And his wife is also very perfect. Gorgeous. Looking. They had a great wedding a couple of years ago. Yeah. So he was born May 13th, 79. Um, he was born in Stockholm, which I've been to and is a beautiful town. And one of my best friends in the world lives there. So I hope to go back soon. Lovely. It is so lovely. Um, we don't really have much to say other than he's just beautiful. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Carl Philip. Like we're happy you're born. We love looking at pictures of you in a non-creepy, totally normal way. Yeah. I follow the royal family of Sweden on Instagram, even though um, they only post in Swedish. <laughs> like Their captions are only in Swedish. I and know how to say I am American, even though at the time I was not an American citizen. Are you going to give that to us right now oh my god they everyone be so <laughs> offended i'm so bad at it swedish is really hard it's like y'all are american and i'm sure that's so wrong Yogar and all the swedes american. around the world are like boycott really obsessed wow i hope not they're very kind people they're yeah. very understanding i love sweden it's so beautiful very peaceful people and he has um you know he and his wife got married in 2015 and later that year they announced they were expecting their first child they really got to it just like megan and harry and they have a son who was born in april 2016 and then they had another son in august 2017 thrilling um Thank you for being beautiful. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And we respect you as a person. Yeah. And thank you to Sweden for offering over a year of maternity leave. I think that's really nice. Yes, you really treat women well there. We appreciate it as women. Yeah. And don't think that we're forgetting the other really important royal wedding of two hot people. Of course, um, next week we'll be getting into the one year anniversary of Meghan and Harry. Yes. Which is really what brought us here in the first place. Yes. But that's for next week, you guys. That's so. for next week. We'll do all the reminiscing. I want you to gather all your reminiscing skills, all your favorite memories, your bullet points, your index cards, because we'll have a lot to discuss. And next week. send us some of your memories. Send it to inflatgallerypodcast.com and at Royally Obsessed Podcast on Instagram. Let yeah, us know. We want to hear it because we, we're going to get into it next week. Um, but until then, we have, you know, another Sussex thing to discuss, which is um, we have a baby. And we have a name. Um, as we discussed last week, we were heartbroken to have to record before the photo call that we knew was coming. And now it feels like I've lived a million lives since that photo call. Like now we know Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. And I feel like you can't unknow that. I know. Like the new news is like Kate and Will have met him. Like yes. we've gone through a whole news cycle. It's been it's crazy. You know, we recorded two episodes last week, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't. Honestly, we should have recorded more. Shame on us for having other jobs. So first we have to address the fact that we were we couldn't have been more wrong about the names, but we're not alone in that. Nobody saw Archie coming. Nobody did. And I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I think love it. I think Archie (laughs) is an adorable name. I do think it's interesting that 
Archie is a nickname for Archibald, and that's chosen as a first name rather than like Archibald. Yeah. But I also saw a tweet that said that like in the UK, it's more common to have nicknames as first names. That's true. Also, nobody does nicknames better than the UK. No, like Archie is a great nickname. That is a solid name. It's always like Jazz and Lulu and like fruit loops with all due respect to the to the brits because i'm obviously an or anglophile, like harry but... for henry but yeah that's also confusing um even that letter from kimberly called them megs and has that's she must be a british person because no americans coming she up with said that. y'all oh she did say y'all that's like, confusing a few times i think kimberly so. please explain this i'm pretty sure she's american maybe from ha- the south has would never fall out of my mouth i don't understand that at all um but anyway i, I love the name so i think archie is such a nice name and I like Harry's son. That's Harrison. just I okay. So you know how the day of like all these outlets were coming out with explanations of the name, which like I'm not judging them for. We are a part of the media landscape, Lisa and I, so we understand how these articles are generated, and we worked on some of them ourselves. But I loved how all these like really complicated explanations of like what Archie means, and maybe it was inspired by her fat cat that loved frozen grapes, which like is my. F- <laughs> I love that. I love so that much. so much. Or like uh, the Prince George thing that he calls himself Archie. That's actually really weird though that is weird it happened like in the winter somebody was like oh he called himself archie like to a tabloid being like i met him and he said his name was archie and it's like what's the deal prince george did you know or did you literally just say a name or or it's a popular name in the uk so maybe he called himself that like i don't think that what if it wasn't prince george and it was just a kid named archie (laughs) what i think well that's a great question what i think is like a normal stage of child development is deciding you want to call yourself something else like Mm -hmm. i went through a phase where i wanted to be chris like christy because i thought christine was a cool name i remember my brother wanted to be called mike like, wh- they're not even, like, interesting nicknames. Like, Chris, What? why did I want to be Christine? Like, why did I want to be a popular name of the 70s when I'm already named a popular name of the 80s? Like, what is the point? Because in your soul, you're from the 70s. I, I mean, you know, the Gen X package from the New York Times is on my mind. But, like, why <laughs> do we call, like, what does that say about kids that they want to call themselves something else? I don't know. But so maybe George calls himself Archie because it's a really popular name in the UK right now. I used to pretend Mariah Carey was my mom. <laughs> That's my confession. I'm Lisa, sorry. we're trying to keep a tight schedule because we have Tiffany Smith coming. Sorry, that's my truth. <laughs> uh, anyway, the point is, there was a lot of explanations that day of like, what does Archie mean? It means brave. It has all this like pedigree. And then there were these things about how, ha- and then the headline of Harrison just means Harry's son as if he's Swedish. <laughs> you know, like, where does this come from? It's so, all those articles were just so funny to me. And at the end of the day, I think they just picked a cute name that they liked. Yeah, I think it just sounds nice. Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Yes. He doesn't have a title at the moment, which I respect. <clears throat> like props to them. They obviously want to raise him in a certain way, which I think is yeah. probably the wisest decision. I mean, I, I assume. I don't want to judge, but I think they did yeah. a good thing. TBH, I thought that was the biggest news of the day and of that photo call was that he didn't have a title because that was a big question that we were waiting on. And it says a lot, I think, about what Megan and Harry want for their kid. Yeah. Um, he can, of course, become a prince. Like my friend was saying to me, if you found out that you could have been a princess and your parents didn't want you to be one and you missed the chance, wouldn't you be mad at them when you turned like 16 or whatever? But of course, he can change that. You know, yeah, when Charles becomes king, yes. he can be a prince. He can become a prince. He could also sort of ask for that at marriage. Like, there's a lot of options that are available to him. Titles are just sort of bestowed by the monarch. Um, I don't want to say willy nilly because I don't want to insult um, 
Lilibet, but like they can they can be adapted as the person sees fit. So yes, he's master now, but he can be whatever he wants as he gets older. A master of cards. A master know. of our hearts. Um, and he's master for now, and he'll be Mister once he's eighteen. And the photo call was so wonderful. Oh. I I think that. They just look like the happiest family. They're so cute. There were so many things that I loved about this that I'm just going to like shout them out. So I like. Please just shout away. I'm going to just drink. (laughs) I liked that Harry was carrying the baby. Yes. um, Sort of in that protective dad way. But also because if I had to wear, not that she had to wear, but if I were wearing heels after a horrific physical experience and then carrying precious cargo, like that's just a lot in front of cameras to put on Megan. That's, yeah. It's very stressful. So I kind she of She should just, be wheeled in. Yeah, she should. Like, I just liked the sort of, you know, just the, the logistical, <laughs> the logistics of Harry carrying the baby. Um, I also loved the dress. It was the a trench style white dress. And we know that she loves the trench style because she wore it at least two times, that sort of um, collar and lapel when she was on her, their trip to Australia and New Zealand. Yes. And I also thought it sort of mirrored the look that she wore for the engagement photo call all of a year and a half ago, (laughs) which is crazy. (laughs) Um, But I feel like she doesn't, that's not a, that's not a coincidence. She definitely was going for that. And the dress was absolutely beautiful. And it was designed by Grace Wells Bonner, who is a designer who has been primarily known for her award-winning menswear. But she is just like a rising star in the London fashion scene. And it's so remarkable that Megan chose her. Yeah. And I feel like this is just really a notable moment for her career. Yeah, it's one of those things that is a total star-making turn for a designer. Um, the, so there was the dress. There was Harry being cute. Um, there were the little things that they sort of, you know, they were only out there for a couple, like a minute and a half. She should have been in bed. <laughs> she should have been in bed. Um, there was the quick questions they asked them. He said, they said he has a great temperament. And Megan said, I have the, you know, the two best guys in the world. Oh, that was such a good That line. was the perfect quote. You're like, yep, yep, yep. She's so smart. She knows what to say. And yeah. and I say that with like complete respect. Yeah. Like she knows that's like the most adorable, charming thing you could possibly say in that yeah. moment. Yeah. So that was excellent. Um, and then they, you know, disappeared and we might not see them again for a while, but we saw his foot. We saw his feet. So on a Mother's Day, American Mother's Day, which I now know is also Canadian. And what were the other countries they tagged in that? It's definitely Canadian. I sent a card to my mom and then <laughs> yeah. I called my grandparents. I mean, my grandmothers. Yeah. Both of them. Uh, okay. I didn't call my Oh, you just reminded me. You should call your grandma. Should we should we pause right now so we can call my grandma? <laughs> um, so yes, on Sunday, which is Amer- like not British Mother's Day, that happens a month before. Um, they posted Archie's teeny tiny feet with a perfect little like the blanket, and they're in Megan's hand, and they're just very adorable toes. And then the flowers in the background are Princess Diana's favorite. Yes, so that they were she sort of photographed the feet against this out of focus field of little blue flowers, and they were forget me nots, which yeah. were Diana's favorite flower. And I loved this post for so many reasons, um, but I also liked that it ended with. Um, a line from a poem, my mother was my first country, the first place I ever lived. That to me, you know, it's hard not to speculate about who writes which captions, but that felt pure Megan to me to yeah. end with poetry. And I just loved seeing a little peek of his feet. I hope we're going to get a whole bunch more of that. Can I just say little peeks of Archie on the Instagram, just as we hoped and dreamed months ago? Oh, yeah. I hope so, too. Yeah. But you know who it. we've seen some of? Who? Harry. Harry. Yes. So, um, the birth was last Monday. We got the photo call on 
Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> um, and then Harry was out and about um, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. On in a, the Netherlands. In the, at an event in the Netherlands for the Invictus Games, hilariously wearing a jacket that had the Invictus Games logo, but spelled out with colored font, I am daddy. <laughs> I love it so much. I love oh, so how cute. much he loves being a father. And I love how excited he is about this kid. This is so effing adorable. I yes. just want to like, oh my gosh. Remember when he got that little onesie and he was yes. posing with it? The little teeny Indictus Games onesie. And then he was at another event early this week in Oxford. And he got a teddy bear, you oh, know, at the God. walkabout. And I don't think my heart can take I this. Just, I love it so much. Like there's also been little bits and pieces. Like I think at one of the walkabouts, Harry was recorded as like quoted as saying that um, Archie slept the entire first day for the first 24 hours. I mean, as we've said repeatedly, we've never had kids, but I feel like that's probably the last time. Yeah. I mean, that might be the, that's the last uh, 24 hours of quiet they get. But um, I just love that. I also think it's so funny then that, you know, on that, at that photo call, they were like, Oh, he's such a, he's a great temperament. I'm like, yeah. Cause he's been sleeping for, almost the entire time you've known him so far. I'm what a great, noble baby to have done that for them. I'm sure he'll be a quiet, calm baby. Who knows? Who knows? Honestly, I wonder what his personality will be. I'm very excited we'll have to, to speculate. We'll have to find out. Yes, that's all we got so far. So we had those two at events. Um, Will and Kate have been out as well. Yes. Can't forget the Cambridges. Yes, they were in Wales the day of the photo call. They, um, they've just been like so crazy busy. And one of the most amazing parts of the last week, which like you, you'd think it wasn't enough that like Meghan Markle had a baby last week. They also announced all four of them, which of course is very notable after the like tabloid drama of the last couple of months. All four of them announced a joint project, which is Shout, a crisis text line for mental health in the UK. That's so important. It's so important. It's so exactly right with their you know, all their interests. And actually it's been percolating for a couple of months, but kept quiet, which I think is really interesting. And when they made the announcement, they showed Megan and Harry at an event that wasn't sort of public, wasn't photographed. And this was almost like a behind the scenes photo of it's them like working on this. One of the many secret meetings that she was taking towards the end of her pregnancy. Yeah, it's really crazy. So it's modeled after an American program that already exists. And so that also seems like sort of Markley, you know? Yeah. She's I know their program this one. There are programs like that in the US, like the Trevor Project has a program and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really great. Um, I just I really so deeply respect that these all four of them are so united on this cause of mental health that they hammer it at you that it's brought up like with almost every single event they attend. Somehow mental health is brought up. I mean, same. I talk about therapy <laughs> all the time. We love mental health. I'm like, guess what my therapist told me about myself today? <laughs> Lisa and I love mental health, um, love talking about it. So I really respect that. I just love that that is their go to cause. Like you cannot get around it. This is what they care about the most and they hammer it at every opportunity um i really really respect that so i'm glad they were doing that and then we had um kate at an event today wearing super cute polka dots at a d-day event at the anniversary the 75th anniversary is coming up in a couple of weeks um so i think we're going to see a couple of events like that um but yeah she wore a polka dot dress that we've seen before in charles's 70th, 70th. birthday photos yeah when she was holding louis and you're yes. like he's an accountant yeah looking super accountanty grabbing you know his grandfather's nose in those pics loved those love that dress you know it's just classic kate it also was an event where she was meeting with 
um, older ladies who were like working with the Allied forces before D-Day, like little old British ladies. So it felt like a perfectly appropriate like 1940s sort of dress. You know, again, not an accident. She does these things on purpose. Yes. I loved that dress. So now we have Tiffany Smith, who plays Meghan Markle in the Lifetime movie Harry and Meghan Becoming Royal, a Lifetime movie event, which airs on May 27th. Hi, Tiffany. Welcome to Royally Obsessed. We're so excited. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me on. I've, I've been listening to the podcast and <laughs> catching up on everything that I was like, oh, are we going to get to have, am I going to have to pop my own champagne on my end of the phone? <laughs> yes, you absolutely have to do that. To We're drinking to some rosé right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I love it. I love it. You're helping tide us over a bit because uh, we cannot wait for this movie to come out. Um, and we know our <laughs> listeners feel the same. I feel the same. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, um, well, I feel exactly the same. Well, first we wanted to ask you how this role uh, came about. Like, were you being told that you looked like Megan all the time? You know, what was the audition process like? Um, so I really, I have some friends. I used to live in New York City. And so I moved, when I moved to Los Angeles, some of my girlfriends were like, whenever we miss you, we miss the show. Because there's a girl on it that looks like you. And um, and so I'd watched a couple episodes a while ago to kind of see who it was. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I, I can see some similarities. Um, and then once Harry and Meghan started dating, the, you know, you kind of like started happening a lot more. <laughs> and then once they'd gotten engaged, I was actually doing a job in London and I was training for half marathon. So I was running in the in Kensington Park and, you know, I had on an L.A. Dodgers baseball cap and. I had on, like, yoga pants that had, like, mermaid sparkly print on them, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is not necessarily Megan's style with the sparkle pants, but um, it was the Dodgers hat. And so I'm running through the park, and, you know, I stopped by Kensington Palace in the garden next to there, which is so beautiful. And so I was like, I got to get someone to take a photo of me. So I asked a random guy walking by. I was like, do you mind taking a picture for me? Sure. Takes the photo of me. He's like, I'm really sorry, but are you Megan Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> and... I just started laughing because I was like, oh, no, I'm not. And I talked to some of my British girlfriends at the time because I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't follow everything where, you know, where she was living and that sort of thing. And they were like, you were literally in front of where she's living with Harry. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were like, we wish that like some magazine had seen the photo and been like, Meghan Markle seen in front of Kensington Palace asking passerby to take photos. <laughs> yeah, that would not have gone well for her, so, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that was kind of one of the most ones where it was like, are you her? And since then, it's kind of just been, you know, a lot more of you look a lot like her, you look a lot like her. And, um, now it's kind of a lot of friends who didn't see it at first, like now that they've seen photos and, you know, I'm playing the role, they were like, now I can't really see anything else. (laughs) Like, I go to the grocery store and I'm like, there's Tiffany on the, no, oh, that's Meg. Is that, (laughs) who's that? (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. So. And well, so excellent. how did you prepare to play Meghan Markle? Um, so the audition process helped a lot because I got the first scenes and kind of got an idea of where they might want to go with this movie. Um, and I did a lot of my own research to begin with. And then once I got the call back, um, that was when I started watching. I watched even more suits to kind of get an idea of, you know, how she is on screen and, I watched a lot of YouTube videos of her by herself giving speeches and her with Harry. Um, And so now it's kind of every morning I get updates of videos and I'm like, so YouTube knows 
is pretty much like, yep, you are royally obsessed. With me. <laughs> um, here's everything you know, that pops up. Um, and so once I, I went in for the callback and got to work with the director, which is wonderful. Minaj was such an awesome support and such a great director for this project with me. Um, and then once I booked it, that was when I really started, you know, doing digging even deeper where it's like, okay, there are certain personality traits and quirks and just movements that people do that kind of embrace their essence, you know? And so there were things where it was like, okay, Megan tucks her hair a lot. She kind of, especially when she's talking with Harry, there's a lot of times that she kind of looks up through her eyelashes and she just looks beautiful. And so I'm like, okay, what are the things like that, that I can kind of start doing a lot more and kind of getting into my kind of DNA. So that way it happens a lot more naturally on set because a really important thing for me was, yes, I'm playing someone who is alive and a real person. It's not a character. Um, so I wanted to have as much of her in it as I possibly could, but then I wanted to be able to be on set and really be present and not have to have so much focus on, you know, she would do this here or this thing would. And cause for me, it felt, it could feel really robotic. Yeah. And so it was really important that I did a ton of the research before getting there in even the short amount of time that I had. So that way I could get to set and it was kind of like in me naturally where it's like the stuff you watch and the things you listen to all the time, it kind of just starts flowing out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully I did enough research and that happens in the movie. <laughs> well, already you <laughs> I definitely, definitely do a lot of work. On you it. mentioning her looking up to the eyelashes. I'm like, she does do that. Yeah. She did like at the <laughs> wedding and everything. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, can what can you tell us about the story itself? Because we've only seen a short trailer, like a teaser trailer so far. So what is the story that we're seeing in this movie or what can you tell us? at least well this one picks up almost like pretty close to where the other one ended um so obviously the first one was about them falling in love and this one is everything kind of after that um and i think i would say like the the main premise for this one and what i really focused on was that you know it's it's her leaving her los angeles actor life and really embracing her new family and her new lifestyle and all that sort of thing and finding out like, you know, what are the things that work really well and what are some shifts and balancing things that she needs to work on or grow into. Um, So for me, what was really important and what I think this movie really demonstrates is, you know, finding, finding out who you are in a new setting and finding a balance of the wonderful parts from Los Angeles and her previous kind of experiences and blending that in with this new awesome life that she's having. Um, so that I think is pretty much the the kind of like synopsis for me was, you know, it is becoming royal, kind of how she takes who she is and blends into the royal family. Okay, and excellent. so we love Lifetime movies because when you watch Lifetime, you know that you're getting some drama. So are you able to tell us about some of the drama that we might see in this film? I mean, you guys... How you guys know all the drama that's come along <laughs> the way, um, just with the real life story, and you know, it, there was so much of it where I think a big part of it for me was that there's stuff that happened where you're like, it broke my heart, like seeing the stuff with her and her dad. Because I mean, I'm super close with my parents, and you know, whatever we actually got to hear, that stuff for me it was a natural kind of thing of like that would that would affect me a lot as a person. Um, so I think that some of that kind of bigger stories or those emotional arcs were naturally there already just from stuff that we've seen. Um, and, and I think that it's one of those things too, where it's like, because we are, 
guessing and kind of, you know, our writer Scarlett is wonderful and she really like took the stuff that we know and then um, kind of wove a, a beautiful story in between all of that. And so there's stuff where it's like, we are never going to really know what happens behind closed doors between Harry and Meghan. And we probably shouldn't because they need to have some of that, you know, for their own privacy and their own relationship. Um, but that was the kind of stuff where, you know, you're in a relationship and you are going through a lot of stuff, and a lot of changes and any long-term relationship that has that high pressure on it, you're going to have like little, I, I'm like, it's funny. Cause I'm like, my name's Tiffany, but like little tricks here and there. <laughs> um, so we got to kind of play with, you know, the regular dynamics of a relationship where it's like, okay, there's going to be things that maybe Megan and Harry don't totally agree on or um, things where it's stress or pressure of a massive wedding like that. Um, so those are the kind of things where it was, we wove that stuff in. And again, for me, it was so much of it was, okay, what are, if there is a high, high stakes emotional moment here, how does that feel really true for what we're doing with Megan and, you know, telling this story. And for me, so much of that was, I love how strong of a woman she is and how she supports and empowers other women. And um, I think a really big piece of that is you can be incredibly strong and confident and smart and beautiful, but that doesn't mean you're without emotions um, aside from just being joyful all the time. Um, So I think that that was something that was really important to me. And it's a lesson that I've had to learn for myself growing up too. Yeah, for sure. Well, we know at the very least that there's, we're going to see a recreation of the wedding because we saw a bit of that in the trailer with you wearing the dress. What was it like to put on that dress that looks like such a perfect recreation of Megan's? And were you watching the wedding on the day of? Because we're coming up on the anniversary this week. So what was it like to recreate that major day? So what was crazy was because everything happened so fast, I had to do, I had to go to a seamstress here in Los Angeles and get all my measurements taken before I even got to Vancouver to start shooting because Flo, our costume designer, great, um, was doing a custom build of this dress for me. Um, so I've never been married. I've never had to do anything like this. So I was, the measurements themselves, I was like, what? I don't know if you guys have ever been measured for dresses, but where it's like certain things where it's like, the top of your shoulder all the way around your arm. And I'm like, you're like where a bathing suit kind of goes from like your crotch all the way up your shoulder and then back around again. <laughs> right, right. That <laughs> have like bizarre names, but I'm like, I don't know, what is, what's that word mean? Um, so she had to send me like a diagram that had like images of stuff on it. So I knew what the different measurements were um, because the dress was so specific. Um so it was it was crazy because we started that process before I even got there. And then once we got there, I think it was within the first week um, of being up there that I tried on the dress for the first time. And, you know, there, there's so much pressure just because it's like, yes, you get measurements. We had I had met Flo in person and um, you get the dress and you're like, did they do it to the measurements? Is everything right? And I put it on at the fitting and it was just so stunning. Like it was one of those things where I was like, okay. I get why this dress is one of those things where it's, you know, you saw it and everyone had their opinions on the dress. Um, But when I put it on, I was like, this, it's so classic and so beautiful and just so clean um, that I, I loved it. And then, and that time I tried it on, I had like no hair and makeup. It was just like me probably again, after having done yoga or something like gone for a run. (laughs) Um, So um, that was one experience. And then the day that we shot um, the stuff that is in, 
I think it's actually in the teaser in the trailer in front of the mirror with the dress and the tiara. It was so surreal um, just because the images of her in the dress and the tiara are so iconic and so ingrained in everyone's mind. And, you know, we've seen all the photos in every magazine and they're so stunning, the pictures. And so it was just like I walked out and, you know, everybody on set had kind of at that point, we'd been shooting for a little while, but they were like, you, you do look so much like her. It's crazy. And then when I walked out in the dress, it was kind of like everyone got quiet and was like, whoa. And then I saw myself in the mirror in the room that, you know, we shot that in. And it was just, it was almost like Inception (laughs) (laughs) because I was looking at myself in the mirror and being like, okay, I, what I'm myself, but also I'm this person. And now it's this image that I have. So it's so much in my memory. Um, And I've done like cosplay and stuff before where you dress up as someone else, but this is just next level. Um, And as an actor, you know, there's so many times where you put on a costume and it helps to bring the character so alive. And that was, that was definitely one of those moments for me where it was just like, okay, I've never had on a wedding dress before (laughs) in any circumstance. Um, And now I'm wearing this dress that is so memorable and so known. And um, it was awesome. It was really, it was beautiful. And I joked, I told my dad, I was like, so you might've lucked out because now I fit for a dress. I had a dress. I wore it It a lot. It's beautiful, but I don't know that I'm going to have to do that again. (laughs) That works. If and when I get married, I was like, I probably just, I can just go get like a really cool dress. Easy peasy. (laughs) Yeah. After that experience. Sorry. I was getting very excited to ask you about the, the actor who plays Harry, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a bit about him? And did you guys have to have a sort of chemistry test or what was the process like of figuring out like if you guys worked together? Yeah, so the crazy thing was we did not have a chemistry test for this one. Um, everything happened so quickly leading up to the movie that I I I just found out who he was before I got to Vancouver. Um, and so once I got there, it was it was really important for me because I was like, I the first movie again was them falling in love. This one, I'm like, they have we have to be comfortable with each other. I have to be super easy peasy about like holding your hand and like I said, the little things that Harry does with her just make them feel as natural as we possibly could. So I had a friend who he lived in Vancouver and he actually had tickets to a Canucks game on the first week that we were up there. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm getting, yeah, it was my first, it was my first like NHL game, which was awesome. Um, So I got the tickets and I, as soon as I got there, I was like, Hey, Charlie, so this week, do you want to go to a hockey game with me? And he was like, Oh my gosh, of course. And it was really awesome because as soon as we met, it was, super easy between us and he's wonderful and awesome and I love him to death. And um, it was one of those things where both of us were really proactive about spending time together before we started shooting, which was really nice because, you know, we had about a week before while we were in Vancouver doing kind of pre-production stuff that we got to spend and hang out and just kind of walk around Vancouver and um, <laughs> the production actually set up an escape room for us. Really? That's amazing. <laughs> which was an experience in itself because it was like, so we, I've, I've done escape rooms before and Charlie has as well, but this one, I've never done it with just one other person. <laughs> so it was just the two of us and it was like horror themed and both of us are not horror people at all. Um, so it was just really a funny dynamic that, you know, having to go in and do this kind of thing where I left and we got to set the next day and I was like, so one thing I learned is if we were in a really scary situation, 
Charlie would probably push me in front of him, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know about a future a spouse, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was it. Was really fun because we just we got to do a lot of things together, and I think it's it's really the cool thing about getting to work on a film where you have to kind of immediately have this bond and connection with somebody is that you know you're in a city that you're not from, so all of your spare time is really focused on the project. So when we weren't on set, it was very much of like me going over lines or, you know, him coming over to us so we could work on lines together or talking about scenes with the director. Um, so there was just a natural real ease about um, all of us working together. And um, yeah, it just, it, it was really easy. That's so nice to hear. And so we have to ask because obviously the film is probably not actually, Oh, we, we don't want to get into it because you don't know about spoilers, but what are your thoughts on little Archie <laughs> who we just met or the public just met last week? Yeah. Do you like the name? Um, um, and did you like that first appearance of him? The name is, the name is adorable, but I immediately, because I, I'm a Riverdale fan, but I immediately thought of Archie and I read comic books growing <laughs> up. So that was my first thought was Archie, the comic book character. And then obviously then it went to a redhead and I was like, oh, maybe the baby's going to have, maybe the baby has kind of reddish hair. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's an adorable name. I think the, the biggest thing that stood out to me was when Harry thanked the horses. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Loved that. Because it was one of, it was so sweet because it was just like, you know, he's, he's just so who he is and is unapologetic about it. And on top of everything else being, I'm sure, exhausted from, you know, just having his first child. Um, with his wife, uh, well, Megan having the first child, but him being present for all <laughs> right. of it. Um, but it was just, it was such a like adorable moment that he had. And I think, you know, there's, I was talking with girlfriends and they're like, yeah, he definitely won us over because he talked about women so beautifully where he's like, I don't know how you guys do it. And it's just like, it just, if you didn't already love him, it's like he comes out and does that and then thanks to horses and you're like, you're just so adorable. Like it's <laughs> impossible not to think he's adorable. Completely agree. Um, so we're wondering, um, of course, we're so excited for the movie, but what are you working on next? When looking over your bio and the things you're working on, I was really struck by the fact that much like Megan herself, you are an actress who has tons of charitable causes and loves yoga and you guys overlap a lot. <laughs> so what are you working on now and where can fans see you next? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that was one of the really interesting things about this role for me in general was that I'm a huge, I'm really into kind of vision boards and writing down what you want to do and what you want to have happen next. And uh, right after the new year, I'd really written down that I was like, I want to, I want to really focus on acting roles where it feels really natural and true to who I am um, and not necessarily something where it's, you know, out of left field, like friends that know me would never be like, I could never see Tiffany doing that kind of thing. And so it was really cool when this opportunity came up because it was, you know, I went to school for broadcast journalism and she went to school for public relations and both actresses in Los Angeles and um, a lot of similar experiences, obviously not exactly the same, um, but it just felt, it felt very much like synchronistic or it felt a lot of synchronicity in the things that happened leading up to this and just the things I'd written down. And so it felt, it felt like one of those moments where I was like, yeah, this is, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Um, so that felt really, really awesome. And, you know, the movie itself, I got to do so much stuff as an actress, which was awesome. Um, and exploring so many different sides of myself 
And, you know, I've never really had to do a romantic lead. And so much of that was in this movie. And like I said, getting married, having a wedding dress and, you know, family relationships and all that sort of thing. I mean, I've done, I did Supernatural and Jane the Virgin and uh, some stunt stuff in Vice. So it was all very different than what I got to do in this one. Um, But it felt very in line with what I was hoping to have happen in my career next. Um, So next for me is I I can't say what project it is, but I came back from filming and started auditioning again in Los Angeles and booked a comedy, a guest star in a comedy show. So hopefully I'll be able to announce what what that is soon. And um, just auditioning a ton. It's just kind of, you guys probably know, but like all the shows are just starting to get picked up from pilot season and we shot pretty much all through pilot season in on the movie. So now it's kind of the other roles will start coming up on those TV shows. And so it's been really good. The auditions have been wonderful and kind of just go in, you audition and you forget about it, move on to the next thing. And fingers crossed, you know, that for me, I'm a massive geek and I love comic books and video games. So the hope is always, there's always somewhere in there where I'm like, what, what kind of like sci-fi or fantasy or comic book project can I be a part of next? So that's kind of where my head's at now. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, <laughs> Tiffany. It was so, so great to chat with you before the movie comes out. Um, and of course, it's out uh, May 27th. That's right. Yeah, it's out May 27th. And thank you guys so much for chatting, too, because I, I like I said, I was like listening to the podcast and I just think you guys are so positive and lovely and we just need more of that. So. I'm excited that you guys wanted to chat of too. Course, I hope that, of course. You know, that's what the movie brings, that just joy and happiness. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much again for thank being you. here. And we are so excited. We cannot watch. wait. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm really excited too. Thank you so much, Tiffany. We can't wait to watch this. Like, why is it not on right now? <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. It's the Monday of Memorial Day weekend. God. I, I don't know how to get through the next two weeks. <laughs> uh, and now before we adjourn the Royal Pod, we have some highs and lows. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. Um, Let's start with your low. Wait, I actually need to cue up the name of the guy. Who- John Christian. Well, you have to say it. Okay. Because you're Christian. Not Christian. Christian? <laughs> Drunk drunk wow (laughs) it's all happening okay um this is not the podcast i signed up for (laughs) so i'll go first with my low so a couple people reached out to us about this um i really got on my high horse last week saying that whoever whatever journalist asked the queen about her feelings on archie did not go to a good journalism school not that i even went to a journalism school um but didn't ask the question properly it turns out it wasn't a journalist shouting out that question it was actually a, a canadian former Prime Minister. John Christian. Thank you for knowing that name because I clearly didn't know last week and I don't know now because I'm not Canadian. I would never ever throw you under the bus except for in this instance because somebody (laughs) was like, I thought Lisa would have noticed. And but I didn't know what you were talking about because I was blogging about Archie. So also it was a it was a crazy time. It was a crazy time. We didn't have time to pay attention to anything else other than the baby. We were very busy. And you know what? My criticism stands for the former prime minister as well. He could have asked a better question. I'm just saying. Just saying. I stand by that. I was wrong about the person who did it. Um, So that's my low. What about you? My low 
Oh God, I didn't even think about it. I want to say this weather, but that's not about royals. <laughs> um, it's Britishy weather. Does that count? Yes, it's actually, extremely British weather. This is something that I think about sometimes. Like, how do they deal with all the rain? I mean, Meghan Markle's from freaking Southern California. I don't know how she does it. I would need like a sad light, which is um one of those yes. lights that make that, like brightens for, things up. For yeah, you. for seasonal affective disorder. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a very dark it's literally a dark time um archie helps but like it is very sad in new york city yeah i need some flowers back um how about your high so our underlying high is obviously archie but we use this time harrison mountbatten windsor we love him (laughs) but we like to use this time to like throw in some things we couldn't mention so my high is queen elizabeth going to the horse show in windsor in the rain wearing her little like rain hat outfit she is nothing if not dedicated to these horses and i respect it lisa you know that she'll do literally anything to go to a horse show (laughs) i maybe this is gonna say a lot about me but i wish i loved anything as much as she loves horses i guess i love celine dion that much but like that's fair that's fair um my high i actually don't know. Oh, of course. I, I was going to say I don't have one prepared, but I do. Um, my high is the photos that we got from the Sussex Royal account. After we had the photo call with Archie, I thought that was enough for the day. We got his name. We got his live face on camera. Like that was enough for me. But then on the Instagram account, Sussex Royal, they posted an unbelievable image of the queen and Prince Philip and Doria Raglan meeting the baby. Yes, so they shared it on Sussex in black and white, and they shared it from the royal family account in full color, and it's just like an iconic image that's going to last. It felt so, so so special to me. I loved that everyone was so full of joy that just like is incredibly real. I love that even Prince Philip, who often looks grumpy in photographs, was just so (laughs) delighted. Of course, you kind of have to be. It's a newborn baby, but it just really warmed my heart to see that image. And of course, it was splashed on every paper. And I saw at least one British paper actually cropped Harry and Philip out of it. So it was just (laughs) Doria, the queen, and Meghan holding the baby. I mean, that's the sort of picture I want to see. Exactly. Um, I just loved that so much. I think Doria is such a remarkable woman. So I'm just so happy that she was in that picture. And she's seems like she's just been such a rock for Megan. Yeah, I'm just so glad to have her there. I feel happier when Doria is in the house. So uh, I'm just full of joy leaving this this evening. You can drop us an email at info at gallery podcast to ask us any and all questions about the royals. And again, share some of your favorite memories about their royal wedding because we'll be talking about it next week and and getting our nostalgia pants on. Uh, Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five star review on Apple. Here is a real review. Um, Well, we actually have two here. Um, Would you like to read one, Lisa? Sure. Um. I'll pick the one that says love, love, love from <laughs> Naomi Burton. Uh, they write, just discovered it after listening to them on In the Limelight. Binge listened from the start over a long weekend. A must listen. Just so much fun. Again, the binge listening just blows my mind. I know. It's really nice. But I, I'm happy to hear it. Um, you can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. You can follow me, Lisa, at Lisa Raya on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at The Cut. And you can follow our guest, Tiffany Smith, at Tiffany underscore Smith on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and of course, watch on May 27th as we will be doing. Yes. With just so much joy. And wine. And wine, of course. Um, and until next week, God save the pod. 
Yay. <laughs> I need more <laughs> of my rosé. Whenever there's a bottle, we're going to finish it. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.